The following episode of the Carnival of Randomness is sponsored by an important message to you, the people, from Upsitnik and Associates. Every day, there are forces that are taking from you, stealing from you. Your money, your time, your freedom. Immense faceless corporations, banks, credit card companies, insurance providers, government agencies, this list goes on and on. When you are under attack and facing crisis, turn to us, Upsitnik and Associates, attorneys for you, the people. When every day becomes a battle, we can advise and assist. We have been advocates for 40 years. Email us through UpsitniksLaw.com or call us at 1-866-391-3299 or reach out to us through Upsitnik and Associates on Facebook for a prompt, no-obligation communication and consultation. Don't be pushed around. Hi, this is the Carnival of Randomness, and this is Rob. Hi. And Caitlin. Hello. And Zach. I'm last this time. And I'm Patrick. Oh, maybe not. So we decided to switch it up, because we have guests, and we're like, you know what? You do the intro, because I <laughs> didn't think of one. Yeah. That's... I was all thinking of all these bizarre things about popping in the multiverse, or Quantum Realm, or something quantum or leap. Hey, speaking of Quantum Leap, yeah. TV shows. Yes. Oh, sci-fi, yeah. history, movies, fantasy, everything. I always call them genre shows. This is my term for it, because it's just, What's a good it encompass everything. Yeah. It's a good catch-all. Kind of the bucket they get put in. Yeah. You know, yeah. In the but one of the ones I wanted to start with is the be all and end all that you're not a fan of or proud of to be a Ooh. big fan because Buffy. I like Buffy. But know. no, I actually have a question. For the Buffy, for the huge Buffy fans, thoughts on the movie? Oh, I love awful. that movie. That predated, <laughs> that predated the TV show, mind you. And I'm telling Christy Swanson what you said. Uh, all I remember is Pee Wee Herman her. going, ow. Yeah. Oh, God, Pee Wee Herman. Were... I mean, Joss Whedon himself hated it. And I, so I felt justified hating it myself. And I don't know. It's, it's, I own it. The show is so much better by the Oh, absolutely. Now. I could tell no, the story where I remember Although the movie. Although you think of it as a different thing, maybe. Yeah. yeah, you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't yeah. look at it and say, I, well, I, I loved, I loved, um, Paul Rubens was great. Hmm. Um, He's I liked, uh, Luke Perry. I thought he was very funny. Um, Maybe and, uh, and, uh, um, and. Donald Sutherland, you know, it was a, there was a lot, it was a fun. Rutger movie, Hauer, it? lest you forget. Rutger Hauer, oh, yeah, Rutger Hauer, too. Dracula he was outfit. It, really? Yeah, he was. He <laughs> was Before going main, on to greater success, yeah, yeah. he was Hobo the main with a shotgun. Uh, oh, Hobo with shotgun. One of the things I would say, I saw the movie, I forgot about it, thankfully, because it yeah, was I terrible. So literally, I'm reading comic books, and there's one of those milk ears with Sarah Michelle Geller on the back, mm-hmm. and it's Buffy. So I didn't pay attention to it. Then I realized there's a series like, yeah, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. So I still remember the day I'm playing with my computer, putting some stuff on. I had the WB on in the background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they had a Buffy episode. Yeah. And Are I just got look? drawn and it was the yeah. second season. Yep. And all of a sudden, I became obsessed where if I started getting the shakes during the day if I wasn't <laughs> home. And one of the Tell offshoots, though, I got addicted to Dawson's Creek. Oh boy! See that? Was I could a, see myself. I can't as, follow you there. I could see myself as Joey Potter being between Dawson, but Dawson was so good. But I just did because I would start watching it, and it really just affected me. And the yeah. amazing thing about the show, one of my friends who went beyond it because she was sort of had issues about being on a radio show, a podcast. Uh-huh. She didn't think she'd have anything to talk about. Then we talked three hours on Buffy. Right. So, yeah. and she That'll said, happen. growing up. She remembers seeing it when she was young, sort of like in terms of feminism. Yeah, really progressive. She would for its time. wear her hair like Buffy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's an obsession I've seen. If you're a fan of it, like I, I mean, it's really 
there's, there's no other show. Yeah, and it's not like one of those in-between things where you're like, eh, it's okay. You either love it or you think it's trash. It's like there's no in-between, and like it, the people who love it really love There's a podcast called Buffering the Vampire Slayer yeah, yeah. that I listen to. I know. That's funny. But it's awesome. And it's I'm going to have to try that one next to Fat I've heard Man it. on yeah, Batman. Heard it. Yeah, it's Jenny Owen Young's and her wife, or I think maybe well, I know. Yeah, I actually know point. her. Yeah, and, uh, and they talk about every episode. Like from the beginning to the end, and then they have like well, little, little bits, a, and they write little songs for every character. Well, stuff. one of my highlights of my year for Christmas, I sent you a picture of it actually, was I got a Funko Pop Death and a Funko Pop Willow. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was like the highlight. It's sitting on, on my dog's food cans. Nice. It's pride though, but I was really just got into it. And once I did, and the thing about the show I like to take any other show. It would just go from high school from year one till the end. Mm-hmm. This show changed every oh, yeah. year. It started. It was yeah. started off real campy, and then it ends up getting really serious and and deep, and the characters get more complex. And it's yeah. It, it was better than it had any business being, which yeah. is how I would refer to it. People, like people mm. say, "Oh, Buffy the it's, it's better than it has any business being. Yep. It's so well done. You hear yeah. something like that. Oh, this is going to be stupid. Yeah. And then you look at it and they go, yep. "They really took yeah. thing that bothered me." And this is I don't want to be serious on the show, but one of the things. It's just a, it's a TV show, but the thing was Spike, like the rape scene. Oh, yeah. How could you ever then after that go out with them or anything? Well, yeah, was some, they, yeah. she didn't. Though. That bothered they, me. They didn't I end up together. No, so I know she had that thing about oh, I'm all right for Buffy, telling me I'm lying. Remember Xander? No, well, I mean, I don't like they didn't, and there was yeah. nothing that happened with yeah. them after that. So I mean. And again, he changed for the better. He got a he got a soul. Yeah. He didn't have a soul that whole time. Yeah, yeah. He so was, like, yeah, that was the. Yeah. And again, you know, it's one of those things where I feel like we we are in this zone right now, like politically and just conversationally, where everything is black and white. You are either yeah. all good or all bad, and all these things are just like so polarized. And yep. and it, people are much more complicated than that. And saying that doesn't normalize bad behavior. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not saying no. that like like well, empathy d- is not the same thing as like as like. You know, normalize. You know, normalizing something. It's just trying to understand people yes. and trying to like figure out why people do what they yep. do. And I still, I, a spectrum on every yep. level. Yeah. Every and level. I admit, I use Buffy still for my life now. Absolutely. I usually use. I remember saying I had a superiority inferiority complex. Yes, like her I character. think about that a lot. I think about the one, <laughs> that one. I think about. I'm like, I'm Buffy. I'm yes, Buffy. I want to yeah. be Willow, but I'm Buffy. And he goes, you have a. You have a superiority complex, and you have an inferiority complex about it. And I'm saying that's me. <laughs> But then the other yeah. one too, I love one of my all-time, my probably my favorite episodes, Doppelgang Land. Oh, of course, that's a great. That's one. That's great. But the other one is I really love the end of Lie to Me. Oh yeah. Especially yeah. when it's like Lie to Me. Okay, every villain is black. Yep, they're Maybe all they have bad. Horns and, yep. and, <laughs> but it became something more, and it's really yeah, I think it endears, and I fear when there's going to be a remake or oh, something. Oh, I guarantee you. Well, they, well, they well, yeah, there is. There are. There is a. Oh, no, for real. Well, they're continuing yeah. it. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's I, not I, an actual remake. It's like a continuation. Yeah. but depends who got their hands on it. I don't know, but also there's a comic series. I, I, I've read the comic. I know this girl Jordy. Um, she's the she's the well, she was a colorist at first, and now she's writing Buffy, and it's awesome. It's it is. I, I have it's shocks, just shocks continued like yeah. directly off the series. Yeah. Was there was one. She's, Jer- got, she's got that that like, voice down really well. There's just this one person at the comic store. Is one of these people. You ever get these ones where they come in and they will spoil you, even if you say. And he would come and read the comic book for me because I would amass like five issues then read the whole mm-hmm. story. So I didn't read it yet. He'd come in. And I'd be. Oh, did you see? Did you see how this guy died or that girl? Yeah, it's. it's well, that's not, cool not for fun. you when you like you do yours because you know. I I, I, I love I love giving <laughs> yeah. out wrong spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Like, I would, like, with the, the Harry Potter thing, I just yelled out, like, Voldemort gives birth to Harry's love child. <laughs> no, I would, I would lie and say, I can't believe they killed. And people would look at me like, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. The radio star video yeah. did it. But we could do a whole episode on Buffy, really. How'd you get into it? Uh, I, I got into it. I had friends, very good friends, who were, who were all about it. And I was just skeptical of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then I just, like, late night, it would come on reruns would come on late night and i would just started i started taping them yeah and uh and then watching VHS. them yes taping them yeah. and watching them in secret because i didn't want the person i was living Shame with to know i was watching me. and then they got into it as well so then we yeah. you know there was a joke about the comic store years ago where we would say these we had a big diverse crowd who used to come in you would have that construction worker and we would say you'd have his buddies over watching beer and football but if you went up to the bathroom went to the wrong room you'd see his room filled with his action figures and models. <laughs> oh yeah right and how did you get into it did you, did Buffy, you just i just was when i was a Osmosis? teenager you know growing up watching it i had no shame i watched it all the time <laughs> i didn't care <laughs> um uh but yeah no i just i just loved it from the beginning um my, my family's really cool, so cool, you think cool and nerdy, the, so they watched it with me sometimes. Did, did you think the ending was... That was the one thing. Did you like uh, the ending or not? Or I liked the ending with, between Spike, her and Spike. I yeah. liked that, yeah. how that ended, but, uh, you know, it was fine. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I I didn't have too many feelings about I it. I almost... Endings are literally... Tough. Endings are tough. Literally, I remember being at the store and seeing Entertainment <laughs> Weekly, and it had a picture of Sarah Michelle on it saying, this is the end, it was the end. I was just starting... Mm-hmm. I could have called my friend up saying, yeah. no... <laughs> Well, it's like when people get all upset about the endings, I just think, well, we should be so grateful for the amazing ride we had yeah, and for I went so long and, that, like, yeah. who cares how it I ends. call her my Buffy sister, Melissa. And you know Melissa, I think, best partner? Best Bailey's partner? Um, maybe met her? Maybe. My theater interactions. But anyways, we would just get into it obsessively. We went out to dinner the day after to talk about it. Mm. How are you about it? How are you? I cried three times. Yeah, I cried. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you look at it this way. How many shows get canceled? And, and they just just never just, yeah. they just stop, yeah. and it, what is it? Is it better to have a show that just stops, in in the middle, or a show that actually has a finale? Because well, people they... always seem to be disappointed by finales, but yeah. at the same time, yeah. at least you get some kind of closure. And damned if you do, damned if you don't. Really. Exactly. There's there's no right answer. Well, then you get, then you get Firefly when everyone's all upset about it. But what if? Well, let's got, go what on if to it Firefly. Had what if it had gotten yeah. bad? Yeah, the, like we got like a really golden yeah. set of episodes. Well, that's the thing. Some. To, yeah. One of my professors used to say, "Tis better to hand in one page of gold than ten pages of tin." Mm. Yep. So it's like sometimes quality isn't best. Like you look at some shows that have just continued to run, like yeah. like NCIS and or not NCIS, CSI. Yeah. yeah. It's like, man, that ran about seven seasons past its prime. I think we've gotten to the point now, almost like the BBC now, where you have shorter seasons, you have limited well, that, series. Yeah, limited series, I think, are going to be a thing we're going to see more of. Because I have yeah. to say, I have Which to say good. about the terror. If anybody's watched the terror or not, it's based on a book. And basically, they ended what was happening in the book the first season, but it's going to continue. I think mm-hmm. they said they're doing one more season, just kind of like speculative. And American season. Gods, too. Have you watched American Gods? No, I read the yeah. book, but I haven't seen the show yet. Uh, I, I enjoy being a Neil fan much. as you were and mm-hmm, everything, mm-hmm. I it's pretty good. It's funny. I like his comics more than I like his books. Like I, I've tried his books, and I I actually like the Sandman more. I admit, I actually Ocean at the End of the Lane. I couldn't get through. Hmm. Hmm. 
I actually have that one on my shelf. Good Omens is uh, coming out. Oh, yeah. that's more and Terry. That is, that's, and that is going to be like that's you know there's no there's no continuation. That's more Terry Pratchett, I think, too. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the other the other reason why they you know, but but Neil Gaiman is you know they they wanted to do it. It was almost a movie. Well, whatever, how could you not series. like where the Antichrist is the good guy? Right. And yeah. I guess Pratchett or Neil, when he would get it to sign, he would sign burn this because he <laughs> wanted to get everybody mad. Nice. Nice. But also, I've never where I actually have ooh collector stuff. Right. I have the the English version, the British version of Neverwhere, which was like a short yeah. TV series, yeah. and I guess they changed it all for America because of the lingo and everything. Mm -hmm. But I mean, how can you not love Sandman? And that's yeah. just yeah. we've talked about this before. It's just mm -hmm. utterly incredible. It's just Neil rules. But Firefly now, the way I got into Firefly is a friend called me begging me to go see Serenity. Mm. And I was like, ah, whatever. Then I heard everybody saying, oh, it's really good. And it really was. Yeah. And then I went back and actually got the series when Media Play was going out of business. I got the series for nine ninety nine. Cool. I actually, yeah, I got the, like, I, I had, it came out and I saw, I remember seeing a commercial for it and seeing, oh, that looks like a cool show. Let me keep an eye on that. And then by the time I realized, you know. Oh yeah, what was happened to that Firefly show? It was gone, mm -hmm. and then I got into Buffy, and I didn't know that oh. I didn't know Joss Whedon from anyone. Gotcha. And I was at Media Play, going through TV series, and I picked up Firefly. I'm like, oh yeah, this was that thing, and I'm like, wait, this is Joss Whedon? <laughs> this is 14.99. I'm gonna buy this. On a yeah. side note, did anybody watch Dollhouse? I yeah. Unfortunately. Oh. That's you. You hit the nail on the head yeah, there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, Dal we can't Dal all be great. Dallas was very <laughs> ambitious. Oh, it was very ambitious, it, but um, yeah, it was that was, was the problematic. Ambi ambitious say. swing and a miss yeah. is yeah. what I would call it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It was ambitious, but how do you fall in love with a character who's a different person every episode? Yeah, and also just the acting in general wasn't. I mean, and like the storyline was kind of convoluted. I don't know. It just it just didn't come together for me. But no. it, it was it was the direction it was going and where it got to was like one of those things where it was just like okay, there's a way easier way to get to this kind of story than yeah. I think than actually that. maybe it's not the same but I think it was in the show The Pretender mm. it's about oh, yeah, this yeah. guy Jared he escapes from a government lab and he's got the abilities to adapt uh, yeah, and they're looking for him but it's done a little better where he can morph into like the talents like around something mm. okay yeah, no, it, no. Had a, it had a the backstory was the backstory to that show is very deep Mm. Um, I mean, deeper than any than any CBS show had any business being at the time, right? Or to this day, or to this day, yeah. with the except wait, what else? Oh, I like Discovery, but that's we can talk about that. Again. <laughs> Anybody else watch Discovery? Yeah, I watched the first season. I haven't seen the second. Are season you a yet. Star Trek fan? Oh yes, I am too. I'm a huge. For which one? Next generation is, is my yeah. is my game. I still like the I still like the original. Wow. Well, the original, like, it has a lot of classic got themes. A point. <laughs> it laid the groundwork. Sorry, William Shatner. The thing was, I remember growing up, my grandmother used to watch it all the time. It was on at 7 at night. And I remember freaking out about the Gorn episode <clears throat> and, and watching going, he's going to, and my grandmother, he's not going to die. He's the star of the show. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, Plus, yeah. he didn't have a red shirt on. Well, exactly. Yeah. No, I like that one, but. For me, it was Next Gen and Deep Space Nine. Mm -hmm. Those were the those were yeah. the peaks. Thing about the first one, I watched it again on Swanguli, mm -hmm. and I mean it's dated, obviously. It's silly, but there's just I think there's a chemistry before, and even if they all hated Chandler's guts, sure. there's first, a chemistry. First interracial on-screen kiss in yes. television history. And Martin Luther King 
I guess called Michelle Nichols said you can't leave the show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's the story because she wanted to leave. She was getting disgusted that she didn't. Yeah, the, the peacemaker basically a thinly veiled threat to her and her career if she did <laughs> yeah. not continue on with Star Trek. Hmm. He said you have to do it for her. But yeah. that's the first wow. Yeah. But some of them are really dated. The one that gets me is the one, the Omega Glory with the Yangs and the Cons, and they end up on this world where the communists and so the thing is, they do the E-Plab Nistanti, and I put this up for Fourth of July on Facebook of Captain Kirk saluting the flag. Mike oh, Muriel always say, yeah, oh, good boy. for... So the thing was, okay, he's like, blah, blah, trying to read the words. Yeah. And, was, and Kirk's going, I don't know, it sounds familiar. Then he goes, now finish this sentence. And he says, with liberty and justice for all, he spoke the sacred words. How do they know whether the words, when they're not pronouncing them right? Yeah. And the other one was when they end up in Universal Rome. Translate? When they end up in Rome. The, 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 the fish. Yeah. Oh, I love Hitchhiker. Actually, <laughs> yeah. speaking oh, of that, uh, I just finally watched. I finally watched. Years later, I got out of the library. They had the six-part BBC adaption oh, yeah. from the radio show of Hitchhiker's oh. Guide from the Galaxy. How was that? It was good. Would you like to read some Bogon poetry? Oh, oh God. No, please. <laughs> the worst poetry in the galaxy. Yeah. Then. Well, what'd you think of my poem? Well, I liked it. It was not at all. I'm going to still toss you out of this freaking ship. Yeah. But that then, was, the, yeah. It was oh. one of the better adaptations, I think. I never, I never listened to it. So I saw the movie, but I didn't like it. Yeah, the it. movie was... It's okay. If it didn't have Alan Rickman, it would have been a lot worse than yeah, it was. Yeah, Alan Rickman kind of stole the show. Yeah. And he but was I, just a voice. Yeah, he was a I voice have the, literally, robot. I have the little scroll game for Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh-huh. One of those where you press it in and just do it. And I have the little don't panic button. Oh, yeah. I remember reading the scene with the, with the whale and the petunia plant. Yep. And they were falling at the same time. That was one of the funniest things I've ever read. Oh, you ever read Discworld? Uh, no, you know, I can't get a hold of an audiobook version because I can't look at things anymore. <laughs> I, have to, like, I have to, like, draw all the time, so I can't, like, read. So I have to yeah. listen to audiobooks, and you I know can't what you find do? the audiobooks. Check, check YouTube. Sometimes people upload themselves oh. reading books. Yeah. Okay. I'll check it out. I've, I've seen a lot of <gasps> books. Because that... I've been wanting to get into it. Yeah. it. There's a lot of them. If you're yeah. desperate for your Christmas present, I'll read one of them and do something <laughs> for you. <laughs> Or Patrick, well, he's got a better actor's voice oh, than me. No, not today. But, <laughs> not today. Discworld, you talk about a universe. Holy God, That's is crazy, that universe yeah. enormous cool. and deep. I mean, it's got like, what, 12 addendums, like, you know, companions to Discworld. There's like 12 volumes of that. In com- it feels like one of those worlds that you could really get lost in. And oh, I, easily. I miss that so much. Like, when I was a kid, I, I was so into Lord of the Rings. It was a, it was like a little bit on the, on the spectrum, kind of. That's how obsessed I was. Like, I couldn't, like... I was like, it's I, made I for could, that. yeah, I could, and exactly, <laughs> and I felt like I, I could have gone down that path. Like once I got to college, I kind of re, like went the other way and like kind of planted my feet down a little bit and like did the adult thing and all that stuff. But yeah. like, I miss that. I miss that like getting so lost in another world. Yeah. That you're just, if like, there's a series out there, it's going to do it to you. It's going to be Discworld. I can't. All right. Do you ever hear the it. story of Keith Allen? This comes from Carl Sagan's book, Demon Haunted World. There was somebody in the 50s named Keith Allen. He was a student at Princeton, I believe, and he was lost in this fantasy world. He claimed through quantum mechanics he could get to this fantasy world, Uh almost like Lord of the Rings. So one of the professors tried to bring him out of it by saying, you go into his world, then you show him all the things that aren't working you bring him out turned out alan was this really off the wall brilliant eccentric and he made all this up mm-hmm. so what happened with the professor though he got into it he got sucked in and started believing it wow 
But I remember you were talking about those books, the King Killer series. Oh, that was, yeah, it's amazing. Have you ever heard of those? Oh, is that the... Um, Name of the Wind? Rothfuss. Yeah, Patrick Rothfuss. Patrick Rothfuss. I have to, I have to read those uh, at some point. I've, I, I've, yeah, there's I've only two books him. so far. There's three. There's supposed to be three. And oh, oh we realized. I didn't realize there was only just a couple. Well, there's been, it's been like years and years, and he's yeah. supposed to have the third one out, and everyone's upset with him. And of course, it's like, it's not our business to be upset with somebody for not writing yeah, a book. Talk to George R.R. Martin. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's you know, we should just be grateful that these things exist and not yeah. be like, you know, it's, it's very entitlement, like, mentality. What you really want to do is rush someone who's writing something good. Yeah, yeah. totally. You know, you really want to rush exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, you're yeah. pissed off because it's taking long. You yeah. force them to... You force them to would, they wouldn't like Malcolm Bradbury. He was this British author who would write one book a, cent, a decade. Oh, wow. Well, and it basically yeah. sum up the... The, the previous view. decade? Yeah. That's what he would do. One book, or Stanley Kubrick would take mm. forever. He was just well. We all know about him. He was. But is anybody <laughs> into Game of Thrones? and George R. R. Martin? No. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Zach exactly. not. No. I. Because I'm ready for it to be done, though. I'm going to say but, a I will say that I have nothing. I watched two episodes because somebody told me to. Production value, out of this world. Yeah. Acting, out of this world. Yeah. It's just not my style. Mm. I'm. I'm not a big fan of the, like the sword and sandal. Mm. type shows and never have been sure. unless it was the uh, With, the terrible old Hercules movies I, I have a friend who I have a friend who who couldn't get into it because he did, he couldn't like any character that's a book. really good reason and I get it yeah it's like even even yeah. guys like Ned Stark well, yeah but Ned Stark is he's so black and white yeah. that once again he's not relatable either I so mean, I get like it Breaking Bad or Mad Men like they're I both did not brilliant like shows Breaking yeah. Bad. but the characters are so hard to like because they're all terrible Terrible people. That's the problem I had actually. I've been watching Vikings, and one of the things I'm watching going, this is historically actually, it's not bad in terms of accuracy. There's a lot of guesswork. Yeah, there's a lot of obviously. They they really didn't know. But the thing I'm looking at, there's nobody I can root for on here. I know George R. R. Martin said that Tyrion Lannister is his favorite character. Well, it's obvious. Tyrion's pretty great. It's obvious. Yeah, he's a very likable character. Yeah, yeah, he's you know uh, he's 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 not without fault too, but he's he's very, oh no yeah he's just his personality is very likable. That was the thing I sent on to my my friend Kim on her birthday. I said, "You be my Daenerys, I'll be your Tyrion." <laughs> nice. <laughs> but even Daenerys is getting. Like, I adore Daenerys. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, and I I I I feel like there's an ending they're building to that is that is going to make. Uh, a, a subset of fans very angry. Yeah, I'm feeling it too. But there's a lot of this stuff. We talked about this before. It's almost like War of the Roses. Well, that's what it's. Yeah, I mean that was his his biggest inspiration was War of the and Roses. And I think again we've War talked about like I don't you said. No, I mean the the actual historical historical um, oh. like Henry the Sixth through you know. Oh, okay. Uh, Shakespearean actor. Yeah. Gotcha. Huzzah. Yeah. Cool. But whatnot. but about Lord of the Rings, I actually remember going, this is when I was a kid seeing the Ralph Bashke film. Mm-hmm. So I go down there, my mom takes me. We saw Invasion of the Body Snatchers with Donald Sutherland because she took us to the wrong theater. <laughs> so then I remember the little, there was a hobbit. You could find this out here if you don't see it. There's, there was a hobbit. And it's like this little German a yeah. thing with the hobbits, which is, and then Ralph Bashke, and he actually did the thing too where he drew over... Yeah. Oh, I've, I saw some of that. Yeah. yeah and it's, there are so many bad adaptations of my favorite books that I I've stopped going to things. Yeah. Like I don't. I didn't see Ender's Game. I didn't see The Giver. I didn't see Wrinkle in Time. Oh. Those books are like important to me. Ender's I'm like, Game. I'm just yeah. not. Do gonna not them. see Ender's Game. Yeah. Do not. Do not. Yeah. I will tell you that I saw it. I can never read another. Yeah. Ender book, and that's sad because I like Orson Scott Card. Yeah. Then I had the hardcore fan. 
don't yeah, know. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard it myself. But I like his writing style. I, I know. Used, you know, he used to write comic books in the 50s, too. Really? Yeah. But one of the things, one of my friends, this is the stereotype again, we're going to do a little bit with the D&D. One of my friends, when Lord of the Rings came out, he's talking about going to see it. And he's got the hardcover gold laced book. And I asked him how it was, and he said, Okay, now this scene was literally one of those where <coughs> it's like the typical, okay, mm-hmm. on scene four, this was wrong, and this was wrong. Oh, I yeah. think there's some people that don't understand what the word adaptation means. Yeah. Well, it's don't, don't, yeah, you can't put a book on a screen. No, no book. It's no not, book on no. screen will work. No. And, it and has when to people be... try too hard to do it, you get stuff that's very, very weird. The Marshall McLuhan yeah. thing where he said the media is the message where he said that once you take it from one form to another, it inherently changes. And somebody used Captain America as an example one time said, okay, his suit would look kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And I saw Mysterio. It does look kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but Mysterio also, there's... You know, I like Mysterio, little I, fishbowl I, guy. I love, I love how everyone's getting all excited for the multiverse you know, and all this stuff that was just like this this magic hero, Mysterio, who comes from another dimension. It's like, oh, you obviously don't know the character at all. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a he's, fake. This yeah. whole thing. Did you like the Hobbit movies then? Awesome. I stopped watching after the first one because it was so bad. So, no. Don't sugarcoat it. How did you really feel? See, no, I didn't like them either. <laughs> they weren't good. I admit that, but I actually, didn't see Fred, it because I heard the first one was really shitty. I, I, yeah. I saw them all. Second one's got a dragon in it for like yeah. five minutes. Benedict Cumberbatch does the voice. Yeah, well, yeah. to be fair, so did uh, The Great Wall, and that wasn't a very good movie. There, could be slight, there were a lot of really good people good in it. Without it being a good thing. You know? you know, the one thing that I got from the first movie, I thought it was terrible, but I also wondered. Are they going to do... Because it looked like, okay, like when they're going down the rapids, they're, this is going to be a carnival, like a freaking amusement park ride or mm. something. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. But my thought is this. I mean, I can understand why they made The Lord of the Rings into the trilogy. Three books. Yeah. How do you turn a 280-page yeah. book into three two-and-a-half-hour-long movies? Money. A lot of padding. Peter money. Jackson, yeah. stop it. Yeah. If I had a rolled-up newspaper, I would find you. But I'll go back a little bit because we didn't talk. We said you bought like Next Generation. And I remember yeah. when Daryl, that came out to me. When that came out to me, one of the things was it took a lot of guts to do it, and they did it right. Yeah. Well, they did some of it right. Some there's, of them. Some. there's a lot of bad no. episodes, but it's still great. I mean, the inner. I still think about the inner light. The episode yeah. where he go. There's like a like a satellite kind of thing, and it, and, it, and it beams onto Picard, and he ends up living an entire life on this other planet. Yeah. And then, like, he learns how to play the flute, and he has a family, and he, like, he tries to, tries to warn the planet uh, about global warming, and they're not listening to him, yeah. and the whole planet, like, you know, melts. Um, and it's an amazing, and he, like, wakes up, and he's just, like, had this entire life, and it's it's an amazing episode. Um, I like family, yeah. too, just after he's captured by the Borg, and he has to deal, reconcile mm-hmm. with his brother. Oh, yeah. His brother's a jerk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, why do they have British accents? Aren't they French? He's from Navarre, so actually close to Spain and France. Yes, because he's Patrick Stewart. He oh, yeah. he tried he uh, played around with a French accent initially, and it did not work. It, well, yeah. did you ever yeah. see the Hunt for Red October? I'm not really complaining. Hmm? Oh yeah. Did you ever see the Hunt for Red October? Mm-mm. You've ever heard in the, uh, Sean Connery be a Russian? <laughs> yeah, it no. worked for about what two lines, and then he was like, back to Sean Connery. He oh, tried. Yeah. I give him credit. He I can't imagine that. He attempted the Russian accent, I think, for a line, and then it's like, nope. What well, they, they did. They did the whole like um, they were all speaking Russian, 
and then they transitioned into... He's reading the Bible. Yeah, and they, they close up on English. it, and then the camera rolls back, and they're speaking English, which is... Yeah. Well, it's like in Vikings, where they're, they're, they're speaking Vladimir, English, you know. and they in British accents, they're speaking English, yeah. but then they talk to a Frenchman or something, then they speak Swedish. Well, yeah, it's, it's always... Um, yeah, because they're when they're t- when they're all together, you hear them in English. But when they're yeah. with the uh, the uh, ancient British, yeah. the ancient British people are speaking, and then they're speaking, yeah. you know, their language. Well, Shakespeare is always in, yeah. in British accents, yeah. even though they're not always there. Well, that's an affectation. But that's kind but, of like yeah, it's yeah. Just, yeah. I was going to say I have to bring one up now. This is because this fits you, but not us actually. We're different on this one. Most people, there's a divide between Buffy and Doctor Who fans, yeah. where I find like we both really. I will bring up like. Friends of mine who are big Buffy fans mm-hmm. or big Doctor Who fans. Oh, how's Buffy? That's eh, okay. But we like mm-hmm. both shows. But you never really watched Doctor Who. I watched a bunch of seasons. I wanted to like it. I just don't. See? I just can't get into it. That's most Buffy fans are like that, though. I Really, I found that out. Which is weird. Like, you think that the camp of Buffy would translate over to the camp of Doctor well, Who. Well, it Doctor Who is also how you're introduced to it. Were you introduced to it with old stuff or with the current stuff? You current know? Cause stuff. That, yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. And because you were introduced with probably arguably the best doctor. Well, John Pertwee though first. I saw John Pertwee first. Yeah, I think John Pertwee was probably. You know, I'm only on the fourth doctor, but I think he's still the best one of the four so far. Mm. Yeah, Pertwee did a hell of a job. Yeah. But I was going to say, now you two were talking. What are you watching? You were saying some shows you were watching lately now. Oh, that are, Umbrella Academy. Yes. Yeah. Now that, that goes back. Good. Gerald Ways was a singer for My Chemical Romance. Yeah. And yep. he started writing a comic book called Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. And that's really right now. See, it's weird. When that first came out, I, w- I was like, is this related to Resident Evil? Because I thought Umbrella Corporation. Oh, yeah. oh okay. And I was like, and then somebody's like, no, you dumbass. I'm like, oh, fair enough then. <laughs> yeah. They sound mean. Huh? They sound mean. Uh, it's family. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's a show that I actually... How many deep is it? I haven't actually watched any of it yet. Um, I mean, there's one season. One I don't remember how many There's one season? Yeah. All right, well, Maybe. I know it's what I'm doing. Tom is great in it. She's really awesome. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I liked her up until this, this like, series, and then I thought, like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like she like kind of turned it up a notch for this yeah. part, so it was cool. It, it, yeah, it's really good. It's, it's, it's another one of those... Uh, it's very quirky, but at the same time, it um, it explores the whole like you know, putting you know superhero quote unquote superheroes in a in a in a context of the real world and how yeah. they're just messed up, completely yeah. messed up. I mean, it's like it's like seventy percent character development, which I think oh, is, yeah. is is one of the things that that a lot of these kinds of like you know superhero and just like general like um, fantasy and sci fi things are missing. Is that they focus on all this action and everything, but the action doesn't matter if you don't care about right. the character. Like, no, and I become—I'm like, one of those people. I don't—I don't like action movies really. It's like I want to see the character development and everything. Right, because when it's like, oh, there's a war, we could all be killed. Who the hell are you? Yeah, who are you? Yeah. Like, why? Why do I care if you died? Right. Like, yeah, right. like yeah. action sequences in a lot of movies are just kind of zone out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, know, they're, they're, you do that too. I yeah, I'm just kind of zone out. Yeah, and they're it, very effective when done properly. If yes. you give me a character I can care about, yeah. and all yeah. of a sudden they're in mortal danger, I'm not. Totally. I'm gonna well, you notice this one we're not really talking about because it seems like in terms of books and movies you have issues is Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean the the books are great. I I didn't love the movies, but yeah, that's nice. Well, it's another. It's also a generational thing too. Like I was I was working on a show with a bunch of people who are you know 20 years younger than me, and they were like. You know, 
oh, um, you know, did you read the Harry Potter books when you were a kid? It's like they came out after I was out of college. Yeah. So no. You did not travel did not back grow in up time. With them, but it's, you know, it's just, but. I appreciated them for what they were, and I read them, mm-hmm. and I yeah. thought they were very well. Well, that's done. what they said. They were, a lot of they were entertaining books. A lot yeah. of the fans they grew up with them, and the way she did it very smart, where the characters grew with them every yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of in that in that zone a little bit. I was a little bit older than that, but I was like a teenager when I read the first one, and then yeah. um, I kept going, and it was yeah, it was an awesome experience. It was it was really it was one of those few things like like Game of Thrones happening right now, where everybody is on the same wavelength that you know you can yeah. just feel like the whole mm. cultural thing happening and like when when you're reading that like book when it came out like you know um at the midnight you know yeah. opening at a bookstore or whatever you could just feel the rest of the country even like parts of the, the world just reading it with yeah. you you know well really i have fun. to say one of my friends hi marissa happy graduation from rit the other day i had to see divergent like five times i've never read the books it's no, and the other one was the Hunger Games. And the oh, thing was, I was spoiled on that because there's a movie called Battle Royale and a book called Battle Royale, which is Jap- a Japanese book. That was a kick-ass movie, by the way. It's, it's the Hunger yeah. Games done right, I yeah. think. That I can't remember who the, the girl yeah, is in the, the Japanese version, but damn, was she good mm. in that movie. I yeah. watched the first Hunger Games movie, and then I went to the end of them like, I... I watched the first care. one and wanted to punch Donald Sutherland in the face. I just, well, uh, you know what they're doing, too? You ever notice now they're splitting these into more movies to try yeah. to make more money? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, I mean, you have to. That's how YA fiction works now. And I'm sorry I watched The Giver because I read the book, but I watched the movie. You oh, don't want right. to watch the movie. I've seen it. I'm not interested because I, I just, I, it's too much a part of me. I yeah. can't watch it. That happens to me a lot, though. Yeah. It's like when they idea of coyotes. <laughs> like, yeah. Caitlin, oh, I, I don't care what they do with coyotes. If, if, there's, if, yeah. if, they, if they pay me for something, I will just be, able to, I'll me, be able to keep working on comic books. That's all I want to do. Believe, it's like, it's like, believe me, I'm the same way. Like, look like, what they did to your book. Money. Have you ever heard yeah. that? Oh, I get to keep drawing for the next yes. five years? Yeah. I don't care. Do whatever yeah. you want no, with Did it. you ever hear the one thing? If you guys have sold out, yeah, we sell out every night. I'm yeah. not going to. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I Who mean, if, if, if selling out means that I get to draw more, I don't care. <laughs> I will not. No, I will not. Like, do it's a, it's the argument I mean, I, from I, the I'm other also, side. I would be excited to it see is. it well done. Oh, I, I, I don't. I don't mean you sound like totally jaded. I would be no. really happy no, if they like if they, if, if somebody yeah. bought it and did something really cool with it. That would be amazing. I just mean like, I I just want to be able to like keep working on comics. Yeah. That's my whole goal right I now. Won't, I mean, <laughs> I will not compromise the integrity of the show. Who's our sponsor this week? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> We've been. I'm still working on a couple of angles. Trust me. <laughs> well, Grant Morrison is like that with his stuff. He's well, very, yeah, not, he's uh, very just just like like hands off. No, yeah, my well, view. He, he's as hands on as he is as you want him to be. But yeah. he also like when he hands it off, he does. He's not it's precious not his with his work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different he's, world. There's another. You know, way so refreshing. He's not precious with his work. Right. And I'm like one of our mutual. Some people take things. it and do cooler yeah. things with it. Totally. You know, one of our mutual things. You're handing off that. Yeah. That, yeah. One of our Torch. mutual things is our uh, Tom Waits in Downtown mm-hmm. Train. He was asked one time, you know, about uh, Rod Sturt was asked about Tom Waits in Downtown Train. How Tom felt. He said he's real happy with it. Bought him a swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You know, yes. I'm not going to look at that. Where is Alan Moore? Somebody, Peter Davis said one time, if Alan Moore ever cries poverty, it's his own fault because, mm-hmm. you know, if they're going to do it anyways, I just take the money. I don't have that much, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have integrity. I'll have integrity when I have millions of dollars yeah. and I can afford to have integrity. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't afford the integrity well, if you right one now. Thing, if, you're, if you're talking about compromising your own... 
thing that you're passionate about. That's a different story. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if somebody was like, I'll give you money if you, if you like draw the stuff that you hate drawing and make it terrible. And I'd be like, no, because <laughs> that's no, the whole like, point. I don't like, think I could do Ned Beatty scene in Deliverance ever. No, you, you know, <laughs> if, it's, if it's what you're passionate about, then that's where, that's where your heart is. Yeah. Well, never mind. That just left a bad thing open. <laughs> it's like, if that's what you're passionate about, ah, oh, backwoods sodomy. <laughs> did you ever, did you ever see Deliverance? No. Okay. That explains Yeah, that's, uh, if you ever hear the well, thing here's about... a cultural touchstone we could walk in yeah. yeah. Let's just... Sounds delightful. No, it's like, if you ever hear, like if you ever hear the term panel faster, I hear banjos. Okay. Yeah, that's that believe you. That. That's not something you probably want to click on Netflix no, or something. No, uh, 70s survival, uh... You all, you all look really happy that you saw it. I can see it in no, your face. Yeah, well, like... no, it's one of those movies. <laughs> no, if you ever, we'll give you the one never, ever, ever to watch. If you've never seen it, never watched I don't even want to say Please the word. bring it up. Bring it up. I, I know exactly what you're going to say. What? Vulgar. Vulgar. Um, oh, that was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I right. was tricked into watching that. Yeah, mm. actually, I, like I told Brian somebody, Johnson, but he's yeah. I'm glad. He I told somebody to watch Satan's Little Helper, and he watched it. And the next day, he saw me and punched me. <laughs> wow. Oh, one thing we'll touch on too, because cool it's like me. one of the elephants in the room, obviously, in terms hey. of these things. Uh, Star Wars, Star Wars movies, everything. Ugh. Thoughts? Anybody? Done. Sex thrilled. Done. Yeah, I've lost interest. Really. I, I but they're like still going to keep shitting them out because they know they're going to make money. I like Force Awakens, but I haven't seen any of the newer ones. Like Last Jedi, was always. Oh, t- I, 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 oh, I saw Last Jedi. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't get. I don't. I don't get what the hubbub is. I, I liked it. Weirdly enough, the <laughs> the fun. one I liked the best was the one that wasn't part of the universe. Rogue One. Rogue One was great. It was yeah. a great movie. Oh yeah. It was I, a really no, good one. Nothing that bugged me about. I mean, I, I, Last Jedi. I get why people didn't like it, but it didn't bug me. It didn't bug me. Like, I, my whole thing is I lived through the prequels at this point. I, <laughs> you survived the prequels. Yeah. Good God. I, I, when when, when Luke Skywalker throws a lightsaber away, I laughed out loud. Well, uh, there was one scene. No, there was one scene in the prequels that got me for good that just, I just did that groan moment, not just because they were bad. It's in Attack of the Clones, near the beginning, when Anakin and Obi-Wan are fighting the things there, and... Obi-Wan turns to Anakin and says, someday you're going to be the death of me. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that one actually hurt me a little bit. Or the space scene with They're not Ray our Fisher movies anymore. Yeah. Oh, that was, which, yeah, that was. Yeah, that like the was prequels a little painful. For us. But then Sweet. again, I suppose in a way, in some the theme of this is always, as I say, it's supposed to have fun, and I suppose we can't take this stuff too seriously. Yeah, no, some people get really, yeah. I have my friend Mike, the manager of a theater, and he'll tell me stories and say, Okay, after Last Jedi, there's people crying. Wow. There's some guy oh, doing one thing, banging on the walls. I saw like, Wrath of Khan in the theater. It wasn't that bad. And <laughs> people were crying. People were literally wow. sobbing in there. Oh, boy. Somebody wrote a letter to Starlog saying, I'm emotion- I'm just depressed. Yeah. And then you realize, look, he's going to direct it. He's, he's kind of alive. Yeah, well, it was like the, the after the first Avengers movie, people were so upset that all these characters died. Like, you realize they have like four movies for each that's, of these characters right. in the pipe, right? Well, They're also, back. and also that's where you learn uh, the difference between movie fans and comic fans. When every time somebody would say that, I go, "Comics? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nobody dies in comics. Nobody ever dies in comics. No, how many times times the they death of Superman? Superman? Five or six? Hundred-year-old yeah. soap opera. The yeah. death yeah. of yeah. Superman. Don't, I think is remember Except for this was huge. Captain in Marvel and Adam Warlock. Yep. Well, or, even they always yeah, the yeah. thing was Bucky would never come back. Oh, Bucky. He came back. He yeah, came Bucky. Back. Yeah, Bucky Barnes. Well, he and, came and back. Captain though. Marvel and Bucky Barnes came back. Speaking Jean Grey. Have you guys seen Spider Verse? 
into the Spider-Verse? No, it I looks it. hilarious. Oh my god, it's amazing. It, it looks a awesome. great movie. Maybe the best the, comic the, book movie I've ever seen. It's one of the seen. animated yeah. ones when every u- parallel universe has their own Spider-Man. Yeah. It's, it, it looks awesome. It's, it's also like the nerdiest like art movie. Like if you talk to anybody in any kind of art field. Oh my god. They, yeah. have, they have just geeked out. Like you just, they'll lose it. They just gush over Every it. character is in a different style of animation. Yeah. Like every. And they, uh, use, they, they use the halftone patterns and they like do all these cool like throwback things with the animation style. It's amazing. I told you too that keep an eye out for it if you ever get the chance. I know you're busy, but they, they have the Studio Ghibli Fest at the theater coming up. Keep right. an eye on what's yep. playing right. there. Talking about art. Yeah. But I had a big thing when I went with my friend who does graphic design to go see Aquaman because we had because Jason's mm. hot. I mean, come well, on. Sure. Yeah. So, and what was it? Great at the end, we were talking. What did you think of the movie? Not great, not mm. bad. But she was pointing out how really neat the undersea scenes. Like she's pointing mm. out to be okay. Here's how they did the lighting and mm. everything. Mm. I have no idea about any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, sometimes the it art direction is just so amazing. It doesn't it matter. Was, like, yeah. it's like, a, like the writing matters, but you can get lost in just the art. It, direction that was part. a big argument of comics in the '90s when they had Image and everything first start because of McFarlane and everybody. Uh-huh. That okay, these are really good looking books, but the writing's not so hot. Mm. Yeah, yeah, writing's important. The early image stuff. And we were griping about this one, but the 1990s was hard. You remember Gen 13, where they had 13 covers of one issue? And you would have the hollow foil, and you just want to read a comic book and have to pay like $6. Oh, wow. Well, it was just, yeah, the two. That was also, I think, when multimedia conglomerates were starting to buy up these comic book companies. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you know, we got to make more money Mm -hmm. to justify this. And uh, and that's you know that's the, like, everything's. Oh, I got it. Let's 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 do this. Fifteen covers of the same book. Nobody yeah. will know. Go buy it. And they yeah. bought them. The other thing I'll toss out. There, there was a shelf life yeah. for that. One question I did want to toss out coming up, in terms of movies, comics, anything else. Is there anything you're really looking forward to seeing in the next year or so? Season three of Legion. Go on about Legion yeah. for a few seconds. Oh my god. Legion is so great. It's so imaginative and it's so creative. It's art directed hey, by a bunch of people. I saw people. that. I don't like it. Well, that's all right. It's I, not watched, everybody's the, cup of I tea. watched the first season. I was like, eh, it's not for me. It's yeah. certainly not for everybody. No, it's definitely it's, not. Yeah. I can see it's, why people like it. Yeah. I mean, Bill Sinkevich is one of the art directors on board. And I don't, if you guys Bill know. Bill Sinkevich is Moon Knight, yeah, all Daredevil. He's, yeah, um, he's a legend. And so he's part of it. And you can just, even just looking at it. It's just Thanks a for pronouncing for his name end. right because he never could. I, always I learned it. from another. Yeah, yeah you have to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> but the I, thing about I him, I appreciate him back in the day because I was a, just a dumb kid. Yeah, but sure. like now, you look back at that stuff and it was. So I'll give amazing. I'll give you my yeah. example for that Electra Assassin. I got mm-hmm. this book, and I remember looking at what the heck am I looking at? Mm-hmm. So I put it away. Then I got back. Wow, he's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you have to, have to get used to something. Well, yeah. So I think yeah, and sometimes a second a second viewing of it actually. Makes it yeah. better because we've like, all I've had heard, that. I've heard oh, yeah, Titans is good. I've heard Titans is good too. Mm. It's got everybody in it. My friend Mike. I want to watch those shows, but I'm trying to figure out like, cause I don't have a, th- <laughs> I don't have a way to get them on my television easy. I have a way. It's called the library. Get I get them at the library yeah, and watch that's the, the whole thing. season. I get them. just get the DVD. Are they already at the Titans and all that stuff? Already Probably not. But no, I, I just say, yeah, I, I can just wait. Yeah, I would say I want to see them now. Like Doom Patrol looks great. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing really good I things about that. I will give my review of it after I see them. And I, your taste is like mine usually. So. 
So that's probably oh, good. The other thing, I'm oh. actually really looking forward. I mean, I want to see the Godzilla movie. Yeah. I do want to see it. I can't. And oh, Mothra's so cute. My little flesh Mothra. And I love the scene. I It's not a spoiler, obviously. It's just a trailer. But I love the scene. Well, Ghidorah's the alpha. We need somebody to take. Is there anything that could beat him? Then they zoomed to Godzilla. Mm. And yes, I thought that was awesome. Know. And the other one I do want to see is Indiana Jones 5. Because I admit. I I'm was, curious. Because I really thought Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull we could do that and freaking uh, Phantom Menace are both two in my horror hutch for terms of movies I look so forward to. <laughs> and I just want to see them because Harrison Ford said he wouldn't do it unless it was a great script. And they were sort of always doing this going, we acknowledge yeah, the last one Yeah, said that last stunk. time, though. Well, if so. you gave me $60 million, I'd oh, yeah, say no, it was the last I, yeah. movie uh, I ever saw. Exactly. I don't care what the script says. I get that much. Mm-hmm. Two commas? Hell yeah. Did you ever man. see the one the one skit? I think it was Robert Townsend was like, okay, how was the movie? Did you get paid? It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to it because I'm wondering... Now, I'm wondering if he'll get killed and regenerate. <laughs> because I think they're going to they're gonna continue on, but they'll probably continue he, in the is 30s. He, is he the American adventurer, Doctor Who? No. I'm going to do I, that at my funeral. I'm going to have somebody pop up in my clothes looking different. You want to do that? Sure. <laughs> okay. I'll keep well, you in mind. That's going to have to be in at least the 50s because... You know, yeah, well, if they have a younger I mean, guy, but is there anything you're looking forward to? Movies, TV, anything? Uh, <laughs> I am looking. F- oh, wow. I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, I, no, I, haven't I, just, s- I am. So oh, I'm looking forward oh, to. Oh, I just rub it in. Glad you did. Man, everything is leaving. Oh, I'm looking forward to season four of The Expanse. Oh, um, yeah, that's a good show. I've been reading I've been reading the novels. And they're fun. They're yeah. they're it's you know it's not by it's not great literature by any means, but it's very well. It's it's done in that in that Game of Thrones POV <laughs> chapter style, mm, okay. where each each chapter is told yeah. from a certain. There's one. There's one I've been watching. I wonder how they're going to uh, go with. But I admit I just get mad at it sometimes and have to back away and can't watch it anymore. Mm. Handmaid's Tale. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a hard one. It's hard to it's, watch it's because not it's entertaining. It's like no, it's it's, it's heavy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really good. But it's yeah. very good. I have to, I had to stop. I haven't watched this season. I watched yet. the first season, then I just said, okay, let's go watch some funny stuff for a while because yeah. this is just getting. It's hard, yeah. man. It's it's yeah. Well, it's, I don't like when you look at it and go, okay, are we going this way or not? Or sometimes. Uh, yeah. In some ways, yes, and in some ways, in some no, parts of the world, in some parts of the world, yeah. it's already like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Margaret Atwood is really an amazing writer, and, she, and she, one of her things that she says is that when she writes science fiction or fantasy or whatever, it's. It's um, she only writes about things that have happened already. Have you seen the Oryx like, and up, Crank, you know, any of the Oryx and Crank things? No, I've read one of the books though. I, I've read. I never read After the Flood, the sequel. I just read the first. I just one. read After the Flood. I haven't read. Oh, the other how ones. was that? Oh, it's really good. Oh, I have to get it. Yeah, but the, you know, there's a one of my favorite illustrators, Sam Weber, did this illustration called Oryx, and I didn't yeah. know what it was from yeah. until like recently. But it's a beautiful drawing. It's like this painting of this girl, and she has these like frog eyes and these like shells painted all over her skin and stuff. And, yeah, I think they yeah. do really good. A lot of comic adaptations, mm-hmm. the art and everything, they do a really, really good job. Mm-hmm. Actually, there is something. I saw a commercial for it. As we record this, it's not out yet, but by the time we air this, it might be. Um, May 27th, they're doing a miniseries version of The Hot Zone. Oh, I saw a commercial. Yeah. Too. What's The Hot Zone? The Hot Zone was um, naughty viruses a book stuff. about a viral outbreak in Virginia in, what, the mid-90s? And I think it was um, not Ebola, but the one worse than Ebola. Oh, like bubonic plague. It was something. It was Hata. like I can't remember what. God damn it! That's going to drive me nuts. But 
and they're making a mini series out of it on the National Geographic channel. Okay. That book scared the hell out of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it one of those so real? Because it was real. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not like it, it was so real it could be real. It, it, was, it, and I will it, say it did the, happen. It happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one of the other yeah. ones I'll touch up to is I finally there watched was no Van, outbreak. They contained I finally it watched Van Helsing the first season. Uh, and they really were sort of like trying to be Resident Evil. Uh, they made the mistake of saying the heroines like Buffy Summers. You do not compare anybody to Buffy Summers. Oh, boy, yeah. Yeah. And weirdly, so the, guy that, the guy that wrote the Hot Zone, his brother is Douglas Preston. And I can't remember, Stephen Preston, I think, is the guy that wrote The Haunt Zone. But Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child do a, a couple of series. Like the Vander... Ah, uh, Christ. The Vandergraft? Or Vandergraft yeah. series? Something like that. Or Pendergrass. Yeah. The Pendergrass series. Okay. But I think, I mean, this is like almost like a series. This could be like a trilogy. I know. Do I have like to, doing this and coming back Do, I, do I have to title this one as a new show? Yeah. Genre, genre films. Genre. Right, With Caitlin and Patrick. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Talking genre. Yeah. Talking genre. Talking Sorry, genre. if anybody could come up with a good name. Yeah, let me, somebody you know. let me know. Cool. You, you guys know how to get a hold of me. You know, as long as it's fun to come on, you're always welcome on. It's yeah, all yeah good. absolutely. Nice. Come on back. Have a blast. Yeah. It's fun. yeah. Who wants to outro this thing? Well, first of all, let's. you have a plug, even if you don't know D&D. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play D and D at some point. Caitlin's a um, like ah, good luck with that. We're gonna play D and D. We're gonna put it. I think we're gonna put it on video. Oh, we are. And yeah. I told him earlier. I was like, you know what's gonna happen? I'm gonna constantly roll twos. Like oh, another fireball up your ass, Zach. <laughs> well, straight giant. They want like, to play. Fine. Tommy and the boys will come dressed as uh, transgender punk singers from Ireland in the seventies. So they'll fit in. I've, I've heard worse I wear a major in elf hat or something. I've yeah. heard worse excuses to play D and D. No, <laughs> I'm I'm curious because having never played it, having really never even seen anybody play it. Yeah. Um, my my plan is my plan well, is you know swing to the, uh, this works yeah, best if you, want to. <laughs> if you if you run it straight, and then everyone just kind of is themselves in a way. Oh, I'll be myself. And then like I I I, I I'm. I don't feel like I have to present a ridiculous scenario. I just have to present a very D and D scenario, mm-hmm. and I already have an idea what I'm, it's going to kind of modify an existing thing. Well, I sent you a clip. And then yeah. see what you do. Well, I, well, I, I sent you the clip. If you ever watch I Zombie, mm. oh, you might like it. It's I like my all his art. Pardon me. But so, anyways, they do. She eats the brains, and she gets the personality, tries to solve a murder. Mm-hmm. There's a D and D player, so she becomes a dungeon master. Yeah, so cool. they do the stereotype. She's sitting down there with this goofy hat in the basement, rolling the die says, and she's doing this look, <laughs> and it's like everybody's stereotype of. Yeah. But what's on the horizon? I've seen some of your art, and it's incredible. I have to Thanks. say that. Um, yeah. So I'm working on a new series with uh, the same writer, Sean Lewis, that we did Coyotes together. Um, so yeah, just follow me on social media for now. I'm, we're going to, as soon as I finish the first issue, we're going to pitch it and see. If it's it Caitlin Yarsky, in case yep. they don't know. We could put it all up yep, as yep. usual. And it's I've been Instagram reading some of Sean's it. other stuff too, because yeah, I, yeah I've expanded. Yeah. Oh, I actually, oh, you should check out Thumbs. That's his new thing. I actually was going to say, I've been. It's I, not like my gardening. I read his, I read his stuff. I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. He's doing, a, he did a new book. And I keep selling the Caitlin Yarsky stuff there. I got another copy of Coyotes, people that bought it and they've loved. And that's the one thing when I was reading Alabaster Wolves, it's not the same at all, but it's the same genre sort of. 
okay. remind me of that. Cool. Well, I'm really excited about this new series, and I think it's going to be art even is better. A, it's so. really, I wanted to take you to do that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's taken too long. I'm, I'm really shooting myself uh, in the foot with how much detail I'm putting in these, so I'm, i I got to scale it, maybe scale it back. Do you ever wonder, how do those people, like I know George Perez goes in it where they have to stick everybody and their mother in a drawing? Yeah, and then people who do monthly things, I don't, I, I mean, I, the last three issues of Coyotes, I've like killed myself doing like monthly issues, and I'm like, I'm never doing that pace again. I can't. I just no. can't do it. Well, I think yeah. it affects, doesn't it? It also it affects the work, too. I'd rather have it yeah. come out yeah. and be, yeah. plus not have I'd the rather wait, drop over. I'd rather wait for the quality than mm. just get it because I want it. it yeah, I didn't, want, people... I didn't want to, like, sacrifice the quality. So I was yeah. just no, in my studio, absolutely. like, basically living in there, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, how many hours a day? And going yeah. going home just to sleep and then coming back. Then they're done now with the art with the dad. (laughs) So, yes, but it's been very fun. Yeah, it's fun. fun. And Buffy slays tonight, and we're going to go see Dingo Ace My Babies. And I love when I have that shirt on, and people come up to me who know me and go, ah. Nice. (laughs) Music. So cool. Yes, and we have Old Lang Syne again. Yeah. When they're in Arizona now, he said. Yeah, they are. But they're a very good band. You play violin for it's singing. There's, mm-hmm. can't. Uh, I really enjoy them. And I, yeah, they're wonderful. And they're really cool and everything else. And what else can I say? I won't have bands on here that stink, so I don't have any of your music on that. Yeah, no, no you don't want to hear. <laughs> we Gothic Toad. That's the one band though. We dare not speak they will their pull, name. and we've had them on, but they're, they're one of these bands you've never heard of. You're not from here. They were this band for a long time, but literally, they have a lawyer around. If you put even they, when we have them on the show, they won't play the music. Yeah, th- we when they're on the show. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It didn't okay. happen. Okay. No, because they had they were popularity. The fame came so fast they couldn't take we, it. We, we yeah. asked politely, and a blade was produced. So yeah. we're like, you know what? Okay. So, but, but unlike them, we're going to play. Is there anything you care about, like, particular? I, mean, just... I love all of these. So, so no, we'll do. Let's do it again. One of you two, just pick a number. How Don't many... pick number one because we played it before. Okay, how many you... numbers are on the... Well, let's have Patrick do it because the... you okay, picked yeah. for the Psycho okay. Disc from Straight Johnny. I definitely did <laughs> that, goes so from... thanks, Internet. Or you're welcome, Internet. It's like a bunch of... Just go, like, from two through ten. Six. Let's see if I can count. One, two, three, four, five, six. Geronimo. That's a great one. Oh, yo. There we go. You picked a good one. Yeah. Right. All right. Okay, so we'll play Old Lang Lang's Geronimo. Thanks, courtesy of yeah, Patrick. Thank you, guys. Come back again. We're going to make this a series. Cool. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. All right.